Live from the booth at Pops, it's time for the Riverdale Review! Welcome back, pals, to another episode of the Riverdale Review, the Pals Network's weekly Riverdale Review podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined today by my pal in podcasting, Mr. Kel Ward. Hey, watch it! Come on! It's a riot out there! Have you seen it? This... Yeah! This town is out of control! I... What are you... What are you doing walking into Pops in the... How did you get through the ghoulies? I threw a brick. I came in the window. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to get out of this town. I tell you what. I am so pumped I'm going to school somewhere else. Riverdale, <laughs> let, I'll tell you. Riverdale is the worst place on the planet. You know, man, there's a lot of, uh, you know, money and love to be found in the town with Pep. If you know where to look and you're willing to get your hands dirty. Not anymore. <laughs> for for reasons we can't talk about right now, not anymore. Right, well, so in regards to what we can talk about, let's start the show off by uh, offering our spoiler-free thoughts on... Uh... Oh yeah, I'm Kale Ward. Can you say that part? <laughs> and that is a perfect opportunity to transition over to our spoiler-free thoughts on Chapter 34, Judgment Night. Kale, what do you think about the episode? Uh, you know, as, as hard as I've been on Riverdale uh, the past few episodes... This this one re- is really the culmination of a lot of things. Um, I uh, we saw the wrap up of the Black Hood. We are seeing a a bunch of different threads that I didn't even think we uh, were gonna see again. Yeah, yeah, and and like major movement in some of those threads. Yeah, major, which and, is cool. And uh, like they would have to be moving because the season's almost over. So yeah, did. Did, uh, in the recent wave of pickups and cancellations, did it get, uh, approved for a third season? Do you know? Th- three and four are actually already approved, oh, I they think. Are. Okay. Yeah, that happened, like, a couple months ago. All right. Um, if, if memory serves. So, yeah, they're, they're in the clear for at least another season. <sighs> Damn. Uh, yeah, this, this episode was wild. Um, there's, I don't feel like there's a ton we can talk about immediately. Except that obviously, yeah. I was right. Um, Hashtag Kale was right. Yeah, and that's why I've been um, admitted into the uh, the conspiracy and uh, criminal investigations uh, program um, over in Greendale. Very excited. Uh, <sighs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I don't. Why would you laugh at yeah. that? That's one. I carry this. I carry. <laughs> Carry this giant board around with me everywhere. <laughs> Obviously, I'm dedicated. And you, and you guys just make fun of me. This is ridiculous. You know what, Kale? Uh, who's the one who always has to drive your stupid board home? I have a motorcycle. It's not easy to drive with that on the back. It really lowers your wind resistance. Well, how do you think I feel getting around on my bicycle? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so when uh, for me, for me, when it comes to the uh, spoiler-free stuff, um, I-, I would agree with you. I think this episode was was really, really uh, exciting. I think there was a lot of um, a lot of worthwhile payoff for stuff that we've been investing in for quite some time now. Mm. So uh, to finally see those things pay dividends and be satisfied by them is um, great. You know, that's really rewarding uh, because a couple of these things, I think, had they gone on 
uh, any longer than this or the next episode would have been horrible. You know, would have been really, really disappointing. Yeah. So uh, seeing a lot of this stuff we wanted to see get wrapped up while other stuff we thought was over kind of resurface and and push the series uh, or the next season, the trajectory for the next season in uh, possibly a very different direction is uh, very exciting. You know, it, it seems like they're they're really taking the opportunity to breathe some new life into uh into the show before we wrap for the next season. Uh which is good considering this season's been a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. Well, um I think it's also it's also very interesting that like we're we're on apocalypse now level, you know, uh uh, uh citywide destruction and uh yeah. like I can only imagine they're going to have to wipe the slate clean for whatever the next season entails. Yeah, right. Like, something's got to get... I I feel like there's going to be a major uh, resetting of some of the pieces here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, just because so many things are going to to get tied up seemingly, and uh, I think... Returning to some sort of status quo before getting into what seems to be the next two major storylines that we've have we've had established for us um, makes sense, and I think it was well executed here. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to call out was um, I thought the music was really great this episode again. Uh, I pointed that out last week. I think there was a few musical cues that really worked for me this episode, um, mm. and uh, that's not always something that I notice on you know, cable or network television, you know, it's like sound design sometimes uh, is a bit of an afterthought, you know, and I've, I've often been critical of the music on Riverdale. I think um, the way that they, they do the vocal stuff is always really bad. But, um, but the scores and the, like the instrumental are stuff good. are all very good. Yeah. 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 And, and for me, this one really stood out. Uh, there was a couple moments that I, I, I thought really landed well because of, of the tension that was built by the music. Um, specifically, I did just want to call out one moment, which I don't think spoils anything, but, uh, there's this moment where, where Betty gets a phone call and you think it's the Black Hood and it turns out to be FP, but there's this just very tense horror movie, you know, like build up with the, with the music and the way that it close, closes up and, uh, and it just really worked for me. You know, I think the direction was really strong this episode as well. Mm Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, all around positive thoughts on this one uh so if you haven't seen it yet uh now's your opportunity to bounce out before we spoil the whole damn thing for you so we will um, as always oh and we will uh and now is uh the opportunity for me to let you know how you can help the show uh before you leave by uh you know if you're an audio listener you can give us a a like on your platform of choice or head over to apple Podcasts, where uh, we are currently a five-star rated show and you can give us one of those sweet ratings uh which really helps the show get recognized if you're a youtube viewer you can uh, help us out by giving this video a like subscribing to the channel if you haven't already clicking the bell if you're a subscriber to make sure that you get a notification whenever we upload one of our daily videos and uh you know as always sharing the show with your friends you know if you're enjoying what we're doing here in the riverdale review let them know that we're out here we're reviewing riverdale and uh they should come sit in the booth with us so with that we're going to jump into our spoiler full thoughts on the episode uh kale where do you want to start because i was thinking at the beginning i i don't even remember what the beginning was at this point (laughs) so last week we end with the reveal that the black hood is at cheryl's house right oh yeah sure Uh, okay yeah, he shows up, and we sh- we see Cheryl 
uh, go from scream queen to fucking superhero. To fucking I, superhero. How fucking cool is that? I was like, she's the fucking Green Arrow. Like, yeah. but red. <laughs> they need to, yeah, they need to cast her an arrow tonight. I was, I was so about that too. Just cause like. She, and she. I felt like that. She, she made sure that everyone knew about it too. Cause when, when she called Betty, she was like, yeah, I had the time to jump out of my window and grab my archery kit and my hunting cape. And I was yeah. like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like how, how like the tenor of the scene changes too. You know, like it's like, she's like very like, you know, um, like Jamie Lee Curtis and like, yeah. ah, you yeah. know, and then all of a sudden she's well, just like, run away while you still can. Like, yeah. And the, the shining, so the shining, uh, Easter egg, I yeah, guess, you know, where he's chopping through, through, the, the door. through the door. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah. So I, I, uh, I love that. You know, yeah. like, I, it's so funny because, like, as soon as it started, too, I was just like, oh, no, 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 Cheryl, yeah. Cheryl, yeah. Cheryl, please. And then it's just all of a sudden it's like, and arrow in the guy's fucking shoulder. <laughs> like, what's up? Yep. Uh, so, obviously, the guy who got the arrow in the shoulder turned out to be Hal. So let's let's get into that. Let's not. Come on. Hashtag kill was right. I if I doubted your theory for a long time. If it I'm, came true. If I'm not mistaken, you owe me a pizza. I think I do. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to we'll have to go back and see if that was what it was, because I know we bet a pizza over something. Over something. And I, I think <laughs> it was this. I think it was this. So we'll have to figure out if uh Domino's delivers to New Zealand. Oh, we we've got <laughs> Domino's here, baby. You think I'm there we go. You think I'm letting you get away with just Domino's though? Mm-mm. <laughs> uh it so okay. There's something I want to get straight because so Hal goes home, and basically what happens is he is he tells he has Betty come home and and he tells Betty and Alice that they're gonna watch some home movies, and it's basically revealed to us that this is like a systematic gross thing in their family, and that. Hal and his father uh, were indeed like the original killers. They had a name for uh, the serial killer from the forties. The people yeah, I don't remember the people who killed Svensson's family, right? Uh, but so so Hal says it wasn't it wasn't Grandpa Blossom that killed Grandpa Cooper. It was Grandpa. Cooper, who was actually Grandpa Blossom, but took the name Cooper. Yeah, that's that was. I found that to be very confusing too. But uh, that that was my understanding of it as well. I wrote down. Um, so he was conditioned to convince the Conway kid to like cover up the murder. Yes. Um. Right, and then there was that he said that his grandfather killed the family to hide the fact that he had killed the brother and taken his identity to make a new identity for the Coopers. So I guess he was Grandpa Blossom and he killed the actual Cooper? Killed, yeah, killed the actual Grandpa Cooper. So That, that was my understanding. So that makes Betty and the Coopers the actual Blossoms. Yes. Or at least huh. actual Blossoms because I, I don't think that means that the Blossoms aren't the Blossoms. 
I think it just means that they're also blossoms, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the overall thing. I like we may just be getting caught up in semantics here, but it it like they're I believe their family name is Blossom. Or is it Cooper? I think and that now this is getting confusing. Uh I believe that what we learned here was that the Coopers, as we know them, are actually Blossoms, and that they 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 stole the Cooper name. So the the root of the of both family is Blossom, Blossom. right? Yes. Okay. I believe so. So the other thing that came from this whole you know scene with Hal, right? This this whole moment uh, was the confirmation of a few of our other theories, which uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, so we got confirmation that there is, in fact, a second hood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I have thoughts about this. Uh, and, well, and hit us. You're the one who guessed the first hood, so. I think, and I think, I, I think we have called this out, and I think it was our original prediction. Like, I think, I think the first one was random. I don't, I genuinely don't think, uh, the guy who shot Fred Andrews was how i think he took credit for it uh you think yeah because hmm uh, and and this is tough too uh because so a guy shows up and attacks and shoots fred again <laughs> and i sat here and i went "Ooh, he shot him oh he did he did <laughs> kevlar vest baby and um it just like we got the the flash of the eyes, mm-hmm. and so that's it. Made me wonder if what Archie saw was or or has been seen is the guy from the uh, from Pops from the initial thing. So you you took that. Hmm, that's interesting because I didn't think about that because I everything everything um, Hal says I keep wanting to call him by the actor's name Lachlan Monroe everything Hal says lines up with what he told Betty I think that what Hal did was he took up the identity because it was convenient and I think that he probably would have gotten away with it or he expected to he expected to get if away it with it wasn't for his meddling kid if it weren't for his meddling kid, uh, he expected to get away with it because he thought they would catch the person that shot Fred. Hmm. So now somebody else is going after Fred, and why would he take credit for it though? Because he didn't take credit for the the debate shooting. No, he said just he, yeah, he said that wasn't me. That's what I'm saying, and right, like obviously Betty already knew that because she was with him at the time. Yeah, um, but. I don't know. I I kind of feel like I hadn't thought about that though. Like the the whole eye thing. I I I feel like somebody's out to get Fred, and I think it's a bigger thing. And I I kind of wonder if it's Hiram or someone connected to Hiram. I mean, that makes sense because of the the whole October surprise thing, right? Like I think I think Hiram is a lot more upset about that than we're giving him, on. then he lets on and that we're giving him credit for. Yeah, I think so. Uh clearly. Because <sighs> this is going to sound dumb, but I also feel like we've seen that jacket before. The jacket that that hood was wearing. Oh, really? Huh. I, That's interesting. I couldn't tell you who it who it is. 
but I feel like we've seen it before. Hmm. But there, yeah, I don't know. There are so many leather jackets in the show that. Yeah, it's like how you keep track, right? (laughs) It's I don't know though. I uh, I'm I'm very stumped by the whole thing because honestly, um, you bring up the eyes thing. It really does throw a wrench in in that whole thing because I I just can't understand why Hal would take credit for it. What does he stand to gain from taking credit for shooting Fred? Yeah, you know. Like, why lie to Betty now? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that, like, when we, when we made the initial, uh, prediction or, 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 you know, description of the Black Hood, um, you know, he, he seems to be a white middle-aged sort of stocky guy. Um, I'm wondering if that was based on what we had seen in, like, the second or third episode. Because he had shown up, you know, around that point. But what did we what did we actually see the first time? Hmm. I don't know, man. It's like I I feel like we've gotten the 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 like reminder that that's what he looks like. Yeah. Too. You know, because like yeah. Uh, well, and granted, it was Hal. Like, but Cheryl pointed that out in this episode, right? When Betty's like, "Was it my dad?" And she's like, "Well, based on his waistline, yeah." Like it seemed plausible. So it's, I don't know. I, yeah. Overall, I feel like we caught a Black Hood. And I do think we yes. caught the Black Hood. I'm, I'm curious to find out who this guy is. I, I, yeah. my prediction is it's, it's either Hiram or it's someone related to Hiram. And, and I, I think you're probably right. I think, uh, the narrative that he's more angry about. Hermione's affair than he lets on is probably apt. So I, uh, I, I think that, well, I'm not, I'm not sure that I agree on all the specifics. I think that you're, you're probably on the right track there. Yeah. If I had to guess. Uh, so where do you want to go from there? I mean, it's kind of like any, any direction would be good. I feel like there's not really any particular thread to pull on. Oh, you know what? There was one last thing there, actually. Mm. We got the uh, the official confirmation, which we had already, I think, taken as a foregone conclusion, but that uh, Alice and FP hooked up. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty scandalous, everybody. And frankly, I kind of thought... So, one, I, I had hoped Alice was going to brain him. Uh brain how when he started you know spouting off his his you know crazy family bullshit and then it really seemed like she was gonna turn around and go you can't do anything right i'm the black hood jackass (laughs) and like that was gonna be crazy how how funny is it like how many people have been brained in the last like episode or two? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Which like several people just get bludgeoned in the head and then get up and run away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, but I, I I I sort of expected Alice to straight up just kill him. Yeah, I did too. I mean when Betty hit him and then she hit him again. Yeah. I thought she had killed him. Like uh, I, I assumed that Hal was dead. I, I expected her to, to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I uh like almost every time that somebody got hit in the head this episode, I was like, Are they dead? Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. 
And it's just like, have none of these people seen Zombieland? Double tap, Double dude. Tap. Don't just let the fucking Check the back Black seat. Hood get up and run away. Check the back seat and double tap. Exactly. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I feel like... Uh, let's go to the lodges, I guess? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I feel like that probably makes the most sense um, because there's not a ton there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's basically just... Uh, the reaffirming of what Jeremy and I were talking about on last week's show, which is just that Hiram is trash. Like, that was yeah. the, like, moral of this episode is, like, he's a bad husband and father. And, uh, you know, I, I remember there was that line at the end uh, where Veronica goes, I'm not the one who's lost sight, daddy. And I was just like, oh, shit. And he's like, it looks like he, like, really hits him, yeah. you know, and he just, just like, walks away. Uh so where do you think, like, you know, like we we see him just be a scumbag at every opportunity this episode, right? Like yeah. he's clearly orchestrated this whole thing. He abandons Reggie to be killed by the the serpents. He tries to orchestrate Jughead's murder. Uh, you know, he like all all bets are off. You know, like he he's a, a just an absolute piece of garbage. And um, not that we didn't know that already, but. To see, like, Veronica really firmly, like, make that stance to him and her mother was definitely a development. And um, I'm interested to hear what you think about where Hermione's at now. Like, do you think she's still in Hiram's corner? Do you think she's taken some of what Veronica said to heart after this situation? I don't know. I, I have always been sort of on the side of I I feel like Hermione has her own game going on and I would I would be really interested to find out next episode if that's what's going on or not uh I think to me like I I was with you for a while on that theory or at least I thought it it held water yeah because of the way that the whole that one reveal was handled with her you know but for me, I feel like at this stage in the game, like, if we feel so far down this rabbit hole that oh, – excuse me. And, like, we've seen um, Hiram be painted as this guy who is willing to put somebody else in danger every time, yeah. even Hermione. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and with the whole election and everything, like, it seems like he's the one manipulating her. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And that's and especially with that thing where she's like, "Are you hiding something from me?" And he's like, "No, like don't doubt me now." Like my I mean, Mia Moore, and she's just like, "Nah." Well, and I think I guess it kind of depends because I feel like I feel like Veronica's reveal of the October surprise was a surprise to Hermione, but she played it off. You think? Yeah, that's how it I, felt. She's done that before. Yeah, that's how it felt, and it like that. F- her knowing about it or saying that she knew about it felt weird to me. I mean, that wouldn't be any different than, uh, you know, when she lied for Hiram in the first season and said that she was the one who forged Veronica's signature. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. It definitely wouldn't. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It just it just felt weird to me. So I, I don't think – I don't feel like she knew about it. And I, as I, – I think, I think that makes sense. And as that scene progressed, I feel like – I feel like she got more and more uncomfortable with it. 
Well, especially like I don't know, like that last scene where they're like sitting at the table and she's just drinking the glass of wine. Like I didn't know how to read what was going on there. Yeah. Because Veronica was being super cold and made that statement to her father and said like you if like my if mom wants to let you use her that way that's fine but I'm not going to. Yeah. And she just sits there. And I don't know if that's because she shot a man and she's shaken or if it's because she's also sitting and stewing about this situation, you know? I took it more well, a little bit of both. I think uh, the attack uh on the speech really shook her and we do see that. Um, but I feel, I, for me, I kind of feel like the, the attack on the Pembroke by, what was this guy's name? Spud, Spuds? I forget. It was like small fry or some yeah. dumbass thing like that. Small fry poutine, you know? That guy was huge. Dude, he was like a fucking mammoth of a man. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, cause you know, it's like a lot of times when they have like big guys do something like where they're really strong, it's always kind of like. All right. But when he, like, kicked the door open, I'm like, I buy it. Like, he kicked, like, four doors open. When he kicks the second one with the couch, and he's like, it doesn't even take him, like, a second. Man. It's just, but get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The couch exploded. It's like, yeah, he was, uh, Jesus Christ. But I, I, after she got him, I, I really felt like, yeah, that was the line. Like, the line had been crossed, and she was having no more yeah but yeah i feel like she i also kind of feel like she was looking for her way to manipulate the situation maybe Mm. and there's not really any evidence to back that up but just sort of my prediction will be i i wonder if we'll see her sort of give hiram in I, so, like, I was thinking that just now, based on what you were saying, is, like, maybe we see a pivot for her where, like, she just runs the campaign without him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, like, the two of them, you know, kick him to the curb somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wa- we'll see. I'm wondering if they, if Hiram goes back to, to prison. I think there's a good chance of that, because I don't know what more you can really do with the character with where they've put him right now. Yeah. I guess the the issue being where will the police be? You know, um, I mean, we saw Sheriff Keller take up arms again this episode, and I'm sure that's not the last we'll see of that. You know, yeah, yeah, especially like with the whole bid for Fred to become mayor. Like, I think Fred's going to be mayor. You know, I think, I think that's where that's going to shake out. Point, yeah, and I think that you know. Especially, like, given the whole way that he and the uh, other hot dads of Riverdale or whatever, to, Kevin called to them. the rescue, yeah. Right, like, that was a huge moment in front of the public. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, uh, I, 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 think, I think that's what's probably going to end up happening, yeah. if I had to guess. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> so, uh, I guess the last thing to really pull on here is uh what happened with um with like the the serpents and like the riot in general i guess yeah. you know like obviously the riot was kind of the framing for all this stuff but you know uh at the end of the last episode fangs is shot uh jughead's out for blood the serpents are chasing after reggie uh we end up finding out that it was actually mrs clump midge's mother who shot fangs uh fangs dies 
there's this whole, you know, bubbling over of like, then the, the ghoulies come back, they attack pops. Like it, it really becomes a, it escalates very quickly to this like fucking, uh, they made several comparisons to Mad Max. And then they also, uh, dropped the, you know, Gotham city thing, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. Uh, given the fact that Cheryl's running around like the green arrow. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that whole thing was nuts. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my favorite, like, throwaway parts of it was I loved when there was, like, that fight in the school that gets shut down because Principal Weatherby just shows up and he's like, what do you boys think you're doing to my school? And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. (laughs) It's just just so funny to see this, like, fucking 50-year-old dude with a bat just like, get the fuck out of here. Like teacher and a principal walks in. I gotta protect the school. These kids gotta <laughs> learn something. Ridiculous. And like, I, I also find it. I've said this before when the serpents came over. That it's hilarious to me how important they find the school because uh, Peter Peabody throws like the trash around. He's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna destroy this school and screw you, Northsiders." Like the fine, good. No more homework for me. Like, see ya. Well, yeah, I thought that was weird because, like, when they uh, they were in there, right? Like, they were like, a moose is just like, oh no, let those Southsiders fuck up our school. And I'm like, why? I've I've never had that much devotion to a building ever. Well, I don't know, dude. You're never on your football team, so I guess you just don't have enough school spirit. I'll have you know, I earned my letter. Yeah, and what? Uh, Theater, actually. Dork. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> I, why I, that's why I never got the jacket. <laughs> I got mine in marching band and didn't get a jacket for the same reason. Yep. So <laughs> I, I didn't earn that letter. <laughs> At least I had to march. <laughs> I'll have you know, I acted out a heart attack. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah. So I, I um, I felt like uh. Sweet Pea, this whole episode was. Sweet uh, Pea, thank you. Yeah, yeah, he's he's such an annoying character. Like, yeah, I, I like his entire thing is just like macho-ly overreacting to things, and then like being Jughead's frenemy yeah. in the same way that like Reggie is. Yeah. You know, Mach- macho-ly overreacting to things when they need him to. Like it. Yeah. Again, like I I had this problem when Jughead was becoming a serpent. It just doesn't feel. It doesn't feel real. Yeah, I feel like it's just, like, sometimes he's reasonable and he's Jughead's friend, yeah. and then other times he's, like, oh, like, fucking girlfriend's not even a serpent, she's from the north side, Ugh. Yeah. or, like, this one, where, like, where, like, this episode where, like, Jug even calls him out and he's, like, hey, like, two hours ago you wanted to go fucking yeah. kill Reggie, so it's, like, slow the fuck down, like, you're just mad, like, for no, like, you're just mad, like, you're, and not for no reason, his friend died, but... Yeah. I thought it was hilarious how many times people tried to threaten Betty to Jughead. And I'm yeah. like, I'm surprised Jughead didn't go, I mean, you could try. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like, homie, she'll fuck you Lord. up. You don't want to mess with that. Uh, yeah. So uh, speaking of which, um, we saw the return of Penny this episode. Penny. Which, um, Penny, Penny. ugh. Yeah. Ugh. She's the worst. Good villain, though. Oh, yeah. I just hate her, because she's like... 
Courtney Love if she went to law school instead of took heroin. Ooh, good pull. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she comes back and, you know, um, comes, obviously. Comes back with the ghoulies. Yeah, and orchestrates this, or is part of orchestrating this whole thing with Hiram. You know, they kidnap Tony. Um, I I love that whole thing because I loved how like he's like I brought back up too, and it's just Cheryl with the fucking bow and arrow. Oh, just like, oh all right, red arrow, like, Cheryl. I love it. I loved it. And I, I literally was just like, I was like, Cheryl, fuck yes, this is so romantic. <laughs> yeah, Tony ran to Jughead, and I went, really. Well, she ran past Jughead to. Well, no, no, no. She did. Her. She did the damsel run to Jughead, and then went. Oh, you're okay. Okay, cool. Cheryl's here. I'm gonna go stand with her. And I was like, <laughs> Why not just run to Cheryl? I don't know. To me, like it. It looked more like it was like the. Um, you know, like when you see like a hostage situation and like people run out and they always like run to the cops and the cops like pat them on the back like and like. You know, like, like, yeah, all right, yeah. go through. Like, it felt like more like that. Like, it was like she was getting behind him to Cheryl. Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that was yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, she was obviously going around, like, the fire and stuff. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it just felt weird because uh, because of just the positioning of the whole thing. Yeah, just, like, where, like, it's like, oh, can you just, can you scooch over? Yeah, like- yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, pardon, pardon, don't, don't let me ruin the drama here. I'm just going to run around. I'm going to go, I'm just going to go be with my girlfriend. Don't. Don't mind me. It's like, it's like, babe, you look really good in this cloak. I'm, I'm fucking into this. <laughs> can we, can we do this later? I'm, I'm keeping these ropes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, you know, that all ends up coming to the kind of you know head where FP puts everything to a vote. The uh, serpents decide to go into this battle that uh, Jug is pretty convinced that they're going to lose. So he calls and makes a deal with Hiram to, like, offer himself up as, like, a, uh, you know, a sacrificial lamb, more or less. And we see him get the living shit beat out of him and uh, and get his serpent tattoo removed, like, just like they did to Penny. Uh, so what, uh, what was your take on this? Like, what do you think is... Like, I, like Jughead's not dead, right? Like, no way. No way. Come on. Yeah. I, yeah, like, that would be the ultimate in, like, it would be the cardinal sin of do no harm. Like, yeah, you're not going to kill off Cole Sprouse. Like, he's half the reason people watch this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, I, I definitely think that's that's significant. Um, I, I can't imagine they would do that. But it's just so funny, right? Because you say the whole, like, it would be the opposite of do no harm. But you yourself are the one who said, like, that's Riverdale's M.O., is to do the exact opposite yeah, of that, but but that's what I'm saying. Like that would be the cardinal sin. Like yeah, at, like and and like we said, it, it sort of goes back to the um, you know, uh, uh, the reality of it. Like they're not going to take Cole Sprouse off the show, but also no. like if they wanted to pull that out, they would have done it a lot sooner. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I don't know about I that. I feel one. like the hood would have gone after, you know, if the if they wanted to, you know, kill a um a main character like that, they probably would have gone after Veronica, uh, maybe Archie. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. I don't know that like if they were going to do it, they would have already pulled the trigger. Just because, like, I don't know, like. 
realistically, who knows how long Riverdale's going to go. Yeah. You know, like, but, is it a four-season show? Is it a five-season show? But that's, like, that's the thing. Like, you're you're still basing it in the reality. Like. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, uh, I I don't think he's dead for what it's worth. Yeah. No, I don't um, either. I, yeah, yeah, we're I on guess the same just, page there. Like. Yeah. So, um, I am interested to see, like, what this means, though. Oh, the, the serpents and the ghoulies are going to war. Sure. But can they beat them? I think they can now. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, I mean, before it was they like... needed somebody to avenge. Yeah, before, like, you know, the death of Fangs was, you know, they were kind of hit and miss with it. And I, FP didn't want to do it, but I think now he's going to be out for blood. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think he and the Serpents will probably get it. All out gang warfare. Yeah, I think I think that's what the finale is going to be is Betty and Archie trying to figure out how to stop this. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, man, because like I feel like to me it seems like moving into season three, unless we get the these two pl- plot lines of the the ghoulies and what's going on with Jug. And this second Black Hood, unless those are wrapped up next Wednesday, uh, I feel like we're that's what we're going to be focusing on moving into season three. Those are going to be the two big um, tent poles of at least the first arc. I could see the ghoulies, yeah, but I I do feel like the Black Hood thing is going to get wrapped up. I hope so. I think it's it's got to get get just you know the bookend on it. I'd like yeah. a period on that sentence. Yeah. Um, because for it to be a long form thing like that, they would have had to have, I I feel like they would have had to have brought it in last season. Sure. Yeah. You know, for, for a, for a, for a villain to give us that bait and switch like that, it it, like, that's a big, big bait and switch. And they would have needed. And it's only, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, just that they would have needed to, to pull that out last season. Yeah, I think, like, something like that's only satisfying so many times. Yeah. Like, the Black Hood's return was cool this time. I think it'll be less cool if we're focusing on him again next season. Yeah, exactly. So, I I, I hope you're right. I hope that we see that kind of wrapped up next week. Uh And, uh, you know, that we, maybe the ghoulie stuff, you know, we sit on that for a bit. I think that'd be okay. Yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be, that's an interesting enough um, angle that I think it'll be worth it especially because i think um i wonder if fred being the mayor will impact that storyline because it'll be an excuse to bring him and fp together again which was something we saw in this episode you know in that that brief moment or put them at odds sure i i think i think that that that's probably a good bet for where we're moving moving forward and hopefully what we'll see next week uh, so if you guys want to let us know what you're thinking about this week's episode, you can write into us at thecomicspals at gmail.com. Hit us down in the comments down below or, uh, you know, get at us at thecomicspals wherever your social media is sold. And let us know what you thought about this or any other episode of Riverdale. Uh, are you excited for the finale? You know, let us know what your thoughts are. And uh, make sure you tune in next week because we're going to have a awesome show. Uh, we've got a couple of our, our favorite guests lined up to return. Uh, we're, we're still trying to maybe get one or two more, so it's it's going to be a good time. It's going to be an um, all-star special. Yeah. Marco uh, might so even it's gonna show be... up. That's going to be wild. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. I heard that uh, Marco disappeared. You know, like I know, like a lot of people are missing right now, and and I think he's, I I, I think he's just one of them. I'm worried about him. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think he he's okay over at Vince's Pizza? That's where he works. You know, I just don't know. Oh, Marco.